Welcome to the show. Let's do it. One day I'm going to make, uh, one day I'm going to make you do the intro. Oh, man. I don't know if I can do that, but uh, welcome, everybody. Week two, sharpening the squares. Week two? Well, week yeah. three for college. That doesn't matter. Almost week four, really, because uh, week zero. That's true. That's pretty true. Um, but yeah, here we are. Rolling into week two. Uh, welcome, everybody. It was really good to have the NFL back last week, huh? It's really nice. We got to start off with a great game with your Cowboys and Bucks and Yuccaneers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I made a trip to Vegas. Did you want me to go over a Vegas trip first? Oh, yeah. Let's hear about So I didn't get to watch any football until Sunday because I was in Oregon visiting mm-hmm. some friends. So I was introduced to the football season on a four-inch screen in a headrest on a Delta flight. But uh, if you're going to fly from Seattle to Florida, you might as well be on, like, the first Sunday of uh, the NFL season where you can entertain yourself with some games. Um, So I got to enjoy the Browns and the Chiefs game. And then I wouldn't say enjoy, but I got to watch a little bit of the Bears and Rams up until about halftime when I landed. So at least it made the flight go by. But – uh. Let's hear about your Vegas trip. Yeah, speaking of which, I watched the entire Bucks cowboys game from my cellular phone on the flight from somewhere, uh, Latvia, to uh, Vegas. Oh, yeah. my. So, uh, so that was a good one. That was a really good, like, easy two hours to kill. And this was and just a pure, unadulterated, uh, degenerate trip to Vegas, yeah? I had booked it two days before. It was, of course, to enter the contest, William Hill College Pick'em Contest, for our listener. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I got to say, if you're going to fly solo to Vegas, it's you know, the perfect amount of time because you want the full day. You don't want to go in and, yeah. and leave on the same day. Mm-hmm. You want a whole full day, two nights is fine. Yeah. Yeah. And so got in. I uh, got slaughtered at uh, Craps and Blackjack. Well, before we get too far, so did you? You took your Southwest flight direct into Vegas. It was American. Oh, in the past, you've used Southwest before, and the reason I asked because I was gonna, I was curious as if uh, to see if Nick Cage was on your flight again. <laughs> that was fun. That was if you want, if any of the listener want to hear a story. So um, about the Nick Cage, Nick Cage being on my flight, I was very excited. We were all. Meeting in Vegas a couple years ago, I forget even which Vegas trip this was, but all of our phones start blowing up, and Magoo's like, guys, guys, you're never going to believe it. Nick Cage is, Nicholas Cage, you know, mm-hmm. the, from National Treasure, Nicholas Cage is on my flight. We're like, what picture it didn't happen? So Magoo sends us like this grainy <laughs> picture from like a Motorola Razor flip phone. Of some guy with like brown hair in seat. I know. I was so scared he was gonna see me being like the paparazzi. And he was singing. He was in like seat thirty-seven B on the back of like a cheap Southwest flight. It was great. And I I'm could like, not. I, be- mean, I mean, I could if- believe it at the time because he's not flying private because he doesn't have any money anymore. But, but I you mean, know- he's got more money unless like he was filled. Like unless like you unwittingly like fell into like. Con Air 2, like, Southwest over Vegas. That wasn't him. A celebrities fly commercial. Not in the More back, not in, like, a back middle seat on Southwest. Listen, it's, I'm sure it was last minute for him, and it's like, there's no, there's no first class on Southwest, so it's just like, whatever time you check into your ticket is what you get, and I'm sure he was just like, yeah, man, whatever, it's a direct flight to Vegas from Austin, he lives in Las Vegas, and then and he what, had a handler, and then he had a handler pick him up, and like everybody in the rows were talked about, it, like this was that can't be him, right? For the same it, reason it, you said, I'm like, oh, that's him. It definitely couldn't be Nick Cage if he was sitting in a back. It was. Seat. It was a hundred percent. They had a handler and paparazzi. What kind of handler? Gate. What kind? It was probably like a welcome home trip. He was probably like a troop that had been in basic nope. training and was she going was, back. She was a handler that met him at the gate with two paparazzi waiting there and a ton of people with their cell phones out taking pictures. Was that ton of- I was there. I looked I looked and- right into his eyes. He didn't look it- into mine, but I looked right into his. <laughs> I was sitting cuz I was like I was like 10 I was like 10C. Did he look and- 
did he look right into your eyes and then put his hand over his face? He was and grizzled. Away. He, had a, he then, had a beard, and it's like, oh, they he, do a lot with your at hair. You for and these he movies. drew his he he like drew his hand over his face, and he looked at you, and he said, "Face off." And you're like, "That's it." <laughs> That's the it was just funny because like he did the thing at the end of the flight too, where. He gets up in the row, even though he was in the back. I know. This is man, the one from uh, Gone in 60 Seconds where he does, like, his shooter guns in the air. And he goes, let's go. That's the movie he was, when he, he was not a, I was. I mean, I just watched the whole time. He's like, yeah. And he's just, like, not a happy camper. And he uh-huh. had to be in his head. He had been thinking, like, wow, I want an Oscar. <laughs> He's just or, like waiting in line. Or it was a Nick Cage lookalike that was like, this is the most ridiculous uh, stuff ever. It was All him. Right. He was filming a movie in Austin. He yeah. lived in Las Vegas. He had yeah. a handler, paparazzi. Ugh. It was absolutely him. Okay. All right. I was like, well, yeah, if I'm Nick Cage, I'd probably look a little dejected right the now. The only too, person like, in the world that believes flight. this is Nick Cage is Magoo. But we should I move know. On. I don't need to prove anything to anybody. All right. Nicholas so you Cage. landed You landed in Vegas, and Nick Cage was not on this present flight this last week. Then what happened? I just went to the tables. I stayed okay. at the uh, Sahara. Got a nice little package deal. Uh, oh. Another great, uh, another great uh, word of advice from our old colleague uh, Baru. Uh-huh. Um, so my plan was to, the plan on Vegas, especially if you're by yourself, is to just make sure you get outside um, and just get fresh air and get sunlight. Because you and I had a trip where we just yeah. like really played blackjack. Remember PH? You just want you're like you just want to go back to Tia. Treasure Island and Planet Hollywood is what I remember. Yeah, we played a lot of craps too, though. That was on another trip. This was like I remember that one was trip a degenerate small trip. blackjack. Yeah, it was a fun trip though. Anyway, I rented a car. Whoa! Played a lot of played some golf. Okay. Which was great, and uh, that's about it. Saw my first raindrops in Las Vegas, which was kind of weird. Wow. Um, and uh, then won all my money back, and then some. At uh, poker that night, then right. went home. I this did is... two di- two breakfasts at uh, Ellis Island. You said they and... classied it up. You know they they did. They put in this bar area, and okay. it's uh, it's really nice, and you can uh-huh. bet and gamble, and they serve you, and it's great, and it's all all good things. They have good odds. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it really just is terrible to play poker for five hours with a mask on, but yeah. Turns well, out the players are still really bad. Oh, at Ellis? No, it, uh, I played poker table at uh, Sahara. I don't think Ellis has a poker room. No, they, they do have one of the... Guy, so, listener out there, um, I know you're eagerly anticipating our picks this week, but we'd be remiss if we didn't tell you about Ellis Island and the hidden gem that it is. So, a while back, uh, Magoo accompanied me on my 10-year high school reunion in Vegas. I'm a military brat, so instead of going back to Europe for my 10-year reunion, it was in Vegas, and uh, Magoo found out I was going to Vegas for this reunion, and he's like, I think I'm just going to tag along. So he showed up, and everybody thought we were a couple, but uh, we just had a great time, and uh, we were out late one night. We woke up like around noon, and uh, we were ready. We were like in the need of some steak and eggs, uh, but all the breakfast places were closed, and I think we were staying at Bally's. So we asked the concierge, and they said, you're not going to find any steak and eggs on the strip right now, but it, all the all the workers and, like, cab drivers and stuff, we go to Ellis Island to get a good steak and eggs. Oh, yeah. So Ellis Island, I was like, all right, how do you get to this place? Is it New like York? They're like, nope. So it's, like, kind of back behind. It's, like, a block off the strip behind, like, kind of Bally's. Mm-hmm. And you go, and it's just like this little smoke shack, like so much yeah. nicotine in the air. The <laughs> booths are still like that red pleather from the 1950s. It was um, a younger crowd, though, when I went. Well, it wasn't back when we first found it. Nope. There were a lot of oxygen tanks. But they brew their own <laughs> beer. The steak and eggs were spectacular. They're like six bucks. And yeah, they were, they were like... Like so, we have a special today, sir. Steak and eggs for six dollars. I'm like, yeah. Sold. They have like fancier ones. Don't get it. The six dollar one is perfect. And then we were there, and we noticed like there's like two blackjack tables. We're like, well, let's play these. They were three to two odds, which is the best odds for yep. blackjack you can find. 
it was a $5 minimum. No one else was there. And so ever since Ellis has been like our little diamond in the rough, get the day started with uh, some steak and eggs, black coffee, jet fuel, and a little $5. They have a sports book. Um, You can play some sports bets. They brew their own beer. I can't remember if it's good or not, but uh, man, Ellis Island. The Ellis Island, man, it's uh, you heard it here first. Well, so. we don't have an official sponsor of the pod, but Ellis, if you're listening, well, I, I have another one for you, actually, another sponsor. Well, um, let's I save it because we're well. Found, let's no, save I, it. All right. Now I got. I want to wrap up the Vegas trip. Though. Okay. Okay. It has okay. to do with the Vegas trip. All right. All right. So uh, I found a little gem. Uh, off the strip, kind of headed towards Henderson, called Magoo's Hideaway. Oh, I saw this. This was exciting. I, I had to take a picture of it. It's a little casino, and I was like, I just didn't have time. I wanted to get back and like eat and uh, play poker. But how do you? Uh, not I make put it on my list, that? though. Magoo's yeah. Hideaway. Oh man. The only yeah. other thing I have for Vegas is the uh, registration took like an hour because somehow. The Ellis Island. I registered at Ellis Island for the uh, competition. Okay. Unfortunately, they had like a computer from like an IBM from like 1999. Yeah, that's on brand with Ellis Island. They're not <laughs> going like to. They're not going to give you iPads. You're not going to see QR codes for the menus. I was like, like I got no... a tea time, guys. How long yeah. does this take? Yeah. No, they had the facts over. But they were place. nice. Okay. They were nice they... and apologetic and everything. Oh, they're great at Ellis. Yeah, good. The sports books are taken down, and they're just kind of uh, they're just kind of these nooks now mm. that are just kind mm. of a booth. So yeah. that's that's an unfortunate Vegas, you know, fallout. Got it, got it. Um, well, let's get into the recap. How'd you do with your college picks last week? I'd say not well to quite not so well. Yeah, uh, so I'm gonna run through them real quick. The ones that you tweeted out from at Sharpening Squares on Twitter, we got Illinois plus 10. How did that go? Uh, I'd say not so well. That's an uh, L. Ohio State minus 14 and a half. That's an L as that's well. That's also we, L. Everybody East, who East pays Carolina? That should have been an, a W. Yeah, it should have been, but it's an L. Rutgers won. And, Rutgers uh, covered easily. My Mighty Mighty Cyclones got spanked that was so, a bet for you that was a bet for you that's nice uh so it was a one in four college week but you said your william hill plays did better tell me about those they did a little bit better i had colorado over a&m plus 17 and a half east carolina the lesson we can learn is just like yeah on a short line like lean to the team with the better recruiting I didn't know enough about those teams to make that bet. But East Carolina was covering the entire game, and, of course, they blow it at the end, and that's just what happens with these not-as-strong teams. And it was a mm-hmm. lesson learned, and I should have put in Toledo instead. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ohio State, man, that was – I have really not a whole lot of lessons to go back on. That was a West Coast team going East Coast in the 11 a.m. slot. So then they're playing at 9 a.m. breakfast hour, mm-hmm. Ellis Island hour. And, like, Oregon obviously didn't impress the week before, but they were looking ahead. And Ohio State, I just completely misjudged how bad their defense was. They could Mm. not stop Oregon. And it's just, like, a huge – like, I think everybody was just completely shocked at, like, how much better Oregon was than they showed and how much worse Ohio State is. That's that that Chip Kelly offense, right? (laughs) Chip Kelly – well, Chip Kelly, we'll get to him in my plays later. Actually. All right. Well, do you want to do your college plays real quick before we get to the the good stuff? Uh, yeah, I think that's all the lessons learned we had. I had a couple of the losers like Utah, BYU, and I guess, man, I just I thought Charlie Brewer coming over from Baylor was like, I thought he was the real deal. And uh, BYU without Zach Wilson. Man, I was like, that one shocked me. I was shocked mm. that Utah lost outright, but they were a road favorite. Anyway, can't not much you can do there. Just kind mm. of a kind of a lost week of some plays. But anyway, my plays this week uh, like the card a lot better than week one. Okay. Um, you got some overreaction lines that I love. You know how I love to to volley on the overreaction lines, but. Uh, sorry, uh, 
getting some great uh, great content because I got to do the pull up the lines. Oh yeah, so my first play we have the Bearcats, not of Clemson but of Cincinnati. They're on the road versus your Indiana Hoosiers. Oh, okay. They are a well-oiled machine of a team. Indiana has a putrid defense. And mm. I like Cincinnati to light up the scoreboard with Desmond Ritter. Indiana or excuse me, Cincinnati has two games on their calendar of their schedule circled, and it is just simply Notre Dame and Indiana. So they're gonna be all in focused for this game for Indiana. Indiana is still getting some love from having a decent season last year in Michael Penix. Oh, yeah, we also, talked about him. Yeah, he's still getting a lot of love. It's like people love Penix, quarterback. man. <laughs> Be careful. He's a good quarterback. He rises to the occasion every once in a while. He does, but yeah. blows it in the end. <laughs> no, stop it. But Cincinnati's got hopes of. Uh, the college football playoff, and so this game is like really it's one of two stepping stones step A to doing that. So I love Cincinnati here. What's now, the line? I, the line is, oh, excuse me, they're laying four and a half on the road. Okay. You know, one score, higher scoring games, I don't yeah. expect it to fall within the field goal. So that's my first play. Uh, this next play is a hold, hold your nose play. Uh-oh. But uh, Coleman will be happy. Mm. It's uh, it's his South Carolina Gamecocks. They're on the road at Georgia. Your Bulldogs. Oh, yeah. I like the Gamecocks. They pulled out the upset. Whoa, um, you like this grad student, huh? They pulled up the upset. Well, actually, so it's no longer a grad student, Jay. Luke Doty is now taking back over. He will oh. be much better okay. than, Zeb no- than Zeb Nolan, the uh, grad student. Okay. So they they will be much improved offensively and their defense showed me some showed me some life versus East Carolina last week. So Are you picking them to this... cover or win outright against the Dogs? <laughs> I'll take either one, Jay. Wow. But they only need to cover 31 and a half points. So you're saying there's a chance. There's a chance. There's also a chance they lose by 30, but I still win my bet. Hey, that's not bad. Yeah, I'm thinking like a 44 to 14 finish would be really lovely. Mm, okay. Um, yeah, so uh, that's a hold your nose pick. Billy and I, Brew and I, excuse me, what was his name? Brew and I had uh, a lot of hold your nose picks uh, okay. in the contest, but they win sometimes. Um, this next one was an easy one. Hawaii is 0 2 against the spread, but they're 0 2 against the spread in the mainland. They never play well in the mainland. And they always play way better and better than their competition that's similar um, at, versus the San Jose State Spartans. They're getting six and a half at home in their mainland where they are money in the bank for covering spreads there. They're so getting six and a half. They're getting six and a half at home. They've looked pretty stinky so far in the mainland, unfortunately. Okay. But I think they come and... Uh, Teams will regress towards lines are adjusted. Teams will regress towards the mean of covering. So, like Georgia's two and zero against the spread. I think after this week they're two and one. Hawaii's zero two against the spread. I think they go to one and two. Okay. Next play. Speaking of your Chip Kelly, we have UCLA is laying eleven and a half versus Fresno State. Love me. Which side do you think I like? He's probably laying the points. I don't know. Grabbing the points with Fresno this week. Fresno can wow. move the ball on UCLA. I don't. Th- I think UCLA is getting way too much love. They're another team that is also. Oh, you know uh, that makes sense because Fresno's the Bulldogs. Yeah. So yeah. we fade one. We we take another. It evens out. So Fresno. Fresno covered the spread versus Oregon, which turns out is a really amazing team. They're top five, and they only oh, lost by seven. That Chip Kelly offense, man. <laughs> to one Chip from one Chip Kelly offense to the next. Uh, but yeah, UCLA was inconsistent all year, and I don't think like 
they've just turned a corner all of a sudden. They're two and zero oh against the spread. I like them to fall back to the mean a little bit. Okay. They go two and one. I think they win this game by a touchdown, similar to the Oregon game. But I'll take look, the eleven and a half points that I'm getting. Look at you talking regression to the mean. Yeah. All right. What, well. All right. What else you got? Uh, here's one that falls under one of my rules of the nameplate team, right? The nameplate mm. team getting points on the road. They are going to the Oklahoma State Cowboys are getting three and a half points at Boise State. They will be what we call a public road dog, and we will lay the points with the Boise State Blue Broncos. How many are uh, they? How many are you laying? Three point five. All right. Lay, yep. I like the blue yep. field. I like it. Yeah, Boise State's got some life in their offense too. So. Sure. Oklahoma State's just not the Oklahoma State team of old, but you're gonna see a lot mm. of squares mm. uh, betting the Cowboys this week. Okay, I like that. I like that rule. So, yeah. Yeah. Another easy one. Um, now we get into the tougher uh, games that I had to pick. Unfortunately, to round it out, I think I'm down to two more. I believe that was okay. six. So, oh no, that's we're... five. I got five. I got Cincinnati, South Carolina, Hawaii, Fresno, and Boise. Oh, okay. Well, I like the Wildcats of Northwestern laying two and a half versus Duke. Now, I, I don't need to. I don't need to know much more other than Duke lost to Charlotte. Oh so boy, Duke, Duke's an abomination. Yeah, Northwestern. Pat Fitzgerald has. He's a good coach. Uh, yeah, and he wants to. He he has huge aspirations to make a bowl this year. Okay. And I think I'll take the better coach and the better defense, yeah. even though Northwestern's offense is pretty putrid. Okay. But I'll take the traveling defense to uh, win by field goal. Sure. So that's six. You got one more. Oh no, I have two more because two more. Uh, Two more because we pick eight. We pick eight. Oh, this okay. Year. All right. What else we got? The next, the next one I've got is the man. I feel all I've heard is that the sharp side is North Carolina laying eight and a half versus Virginia. But I've watched enough ACC games over the years to know how this one goes. Uh, Virginia's a little bit frisky. They have a quarterback that's like throwing dimes this year. North Carolina is. I don't see why they're still getting love. Like. Virginia's going to push them to the brink, and so I'll grab the eight and a half points. Possibly went outright for Virginia. So They're on going, the road versus You're going super square here, huh? No, that's the... The squares are on oh, North Carolina. The squares are on Virginia, I feel like. Yeah, I've so heard if you're sure. on I don't Virginia, know. then that makes you the square on this one. That's okay. Yeah, but that's okay, and I'm doing a read. Like, I was on some sharp sides last week, and I lost a lot because of your Iowa State Cyclones. Yeah, all right, what's the next one? Last one. Let's wrap it up. Last one. the good stuff. You won't like this one, but going back to this team, the Iowa Hawkeyes. Ugh, gross. They are – I have a big underdog, South Carolina. I'm going with a big favorite here. Iowa Hawkeyes, they're laying – 22 and a half points. Wowza. But they're playing the Kent State Flashes. Oof. So, uh, flash me that one later. I think Kent State maybe scores seven in this game. Okay. So I think Iowa State gets the 30 easily. They're good. I like They've it. been playing amazing defense. And they should be able to. Kent State has an abominable run game, and Iowa has an amazing. Run or run defense, and Iowa has an amazing run game. So that one's pretty easy. That could definitely be a boat race there. Boat race potential, baby. Wowza! So that's it. That's the place. That's your college ones. Now, should yeah. we uh, transition to the funner NFL stuff? If we still have the listener on the line. Oh sure. Did you know there's a game tonight? Is there? Yeah, it's Thursday. Is Saquon playing? Yeah, it's uh, the New York football giants at the Washington football team. Oh, look at that. Isn't that something? We have an incredibly slate of, like, crappy Thursday night games. So next week, I'm looking it up, we have... Last week was great. Last, yeah, but coming up. So this week, we got the Giants and the football team. Next week, we have the Panthers and the Texans on Thursday night. 
Week four, we're looking at the Jags, your Jags and the Bengals. And then finally, week five, we're going to get a good Thursday night game in the Rams and the Seahawks. So these are going to be some degenerate football watching uh, the next couple weeks. But uh, should we just go kind of? Yeah, we'll probably bet them. Should we just kind of go chronologically through these games? Sure. All right. So tonight we've got the Washington football team minus three and a half on Thursday night to the New York football Giants. That's it? What do you mean that's it? Talk me through. You think they should be heavier favorites? Yeah. Did you watch New York last week? Talk me through this. I just, what about New York made you think that they could score, you know, 13 versus Washington? Denver's a good defense. Washington's also a good defense. Um, Yeah, the New York offense didn't put up much at all. They were really low in the ELO ratings, um, it sounds like. So that's not great, but you also have to talk about the football team is rolling with Taylor Heineke tonight. Oh, get your hands off my Heineke. Did you know this? Did you know that uh, uh, your boy Fitzmagic went to the uh, IR? And uh, is going to be out for a while, so they're having to roll with uh, Taylor Heineke tonight. I'm well aware, and I'm well aware that was uh, it. Who was the Bears quarterback of quarterback? It was Hinky, right? And this is Heineke. Oh God, Caleb Hinky. Caleb Haney. Haney. Okay, never mind. Yeah. Anyway, tell you the Heineke. He'll he'll be fine. I wish he'll it were fine. Cole McCoy. Oh, but he'll be oh, that'd fine. be fun. I, uh, he knows how to hand the ball off to Antonio Gibson and throw it to Terry McLaurin. So, score McLaurin. So, I would be inclined, if I had to pick, I would probably take the Giants and the points. You would take the Giants? Simply, yeah, I would because I think that, so this is their second really, Denver's a really good defense. Like, Denver might also be a top five NFL defense. They were behind in that game. Saquon, it was his first game back from the ACL. Like, there could be a bit of rust. The Giants actually have kind of a solid defense. And it's a crappy Thursday night game. So I'm just inclined to kind of take the points and move on. But I wouldn't do it with any confidence. Mm, I see. Well... And this is kind of coming back to, you know, my thought going into last week. Oh, so last week, a recap, I guess, real quick. The the picks that Magoo gave out, he gave you a winner with the Raiders, a winner with Dallas, a loser with New England. But then he also gave you a nice three-team tease that paid off with the Rams, the Chiefs, the Niners. I gave you four picks, or five picks. I, I went four and one. I got a loser with the Jets. But got it right on Cincinnati, Denver, Cleveland, and Arizona. And we both settled on the 49ers being the right eliminator pick. Um, So we did well. You picked Arizona? Uh, Yeah. I did tell you I was right on the Raiders, though. You were not a believer. You You talked me off of Miami. And I I had the right read, but I think... uh, so going back to my preseason picks where I was down on Miami, I think I still hold that way. But I also said I thought New Orleans was going to be the – there was, like, value in them as a long shot to be the lowest offensive scoring team this year. That's a bad bet. Don't do that bet. Um, all right, but moving on. Uh, so Sunday, 1 o'clock games, we've got the Raiders going to Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh minus 6. Raiders were frisky. They were, but they, Monday night. They, they're on a short week coming short off an week. emotional win. Yep. And, and it was the first game in their new stadium, so, like, super emotional. Oh, which that new stadium I thought was, like, in Henderson. It is, like, literally right off the strip. That was a surprise. Oh, nice. It's kind of yeah, cool. It, it, I mean, I think that's just a huge party going from, like, that walk-off win the other night to just keep the party rolling down on the strip. Yeah. Like, That's got to be wild. Like, there's going to be a lot of away fans at most Vegas games. Um, But before we get more into that Monday night game, did you watch the uh, Peyton Manning-Eli broadcast on ESPN2? I did not. That's unfortunate. 
it's fantastic. So I guess they're doing this for all the Monday night games, but it's just Eli and Peyton kind of breaking down and, and oh, calling the games. That's what they were and doing. It's really like it's not for the average listener, but like, oh man, it was so great. Peyton couldn't hide like his disdain for poor quarterback play on both sides. When Lamar like had the scrambling play and hit Marquise Brown, both Eli and Manning, Peyton were like, there's no way in hell I could have done that. I would have thrown the ball away three times. Like, uh, But really insightful broadcast, learning a lot about defenses and like the chess game that goes on within the game. So I highly recommend it uh, for any Monday night game. Turn into ESPN2 and watch Peyton and Eli. Um, game within the game. Yeah, man. All right, so back to this one. Who do you like? Uh, Pittsburgh minus six. Steelers hosting. Said. You like the Steelers? Yeah. Short week for the Raiders. Yeah. Short week for the Raiders. Emotional win. Steelers looked like crap last week. I mean, they beat the Bills. Not hard for me. Yeah, I think the Steelers' defense looked really good. Their offense does not. I think I'm with you. I'm gonna. I'm gonna take this. Ooh. I don't feel I wouldn't bet this pick, but if I had to, I'd go Steelers. I'm not sold on their offense. Um, all right, up next, the Miami Dolphins hosting the Buffalo Bills. Miami's a home dog plus three. Miami home dog plus three. Ooh, is the are the Bills the surprise zero and two team here? I think I that. Ooh, that's that's saying on a neutral field, Buffalo is a six-point favorite. Or no, at home they're six-point. They're a three-point favorite. Um, I'll go with the, I'll go with the Bills here. Yeah, I think I am too. Minus three. One overreaction to week one. I think I think so. I think the Bills lost to a tough. Steelers defense. They were in that game. Um, I guess still last year I heard Josh Allen was one of like the most heavily blitzed quarterbacks. They blitzed him like 70% of the time last year. And in this game, the Steelers only sent more than four rushers like five times. So Josh Allen was getting different looks. Miami plays a lot of man coverage, a lot of zero, which Josh Allen typically has done. Well, last year he did really well against. Um, last year the Dolphins were like number like number one or two in turnovers, like turnover numbers or, you know, how often like the turnover battle. But they were like amongst the lowest in terms of like points allowed. Um, so their defense really carried them a lot. So – I like the Buffalo's offense more than I like the Miami's defense. Um, so I'm going to lock this one in. I'm going to say one of my picks is uh, the Bills just rolling in their offense versus the Miami's defense. Okay. Okay. It's not one of mine, but I like, I like it. All right. Up next, we've got Carolina Panthers hosting the New Orleans Saints, another home dog, Panthers plus three and a half. Man, more overreaction here. Wow. I think I like the Panthers at that. It feels like a field goal game. I don't love them, but it feels like a field goal game. Man, I... Overreaction week one to me. me. Yeah. The Saints are on the road again, right? A second week in a row. I guess they will be. Well, technically, last week counted as a home game, but it was in Jacksonville because of the hurricane. Um, and I don't know. Is Sean – so week one, you know, my, I said my strategy was people were making a lot of the bets based off of their vision of the, or their perceptions of the teams from last year. So now this week we have to kind of say, well, is what we saw in week one the truth or was it, you know, an aberration or – you know, do we have to update our, our opinions on some of these teams? The Panthers might be better than what I thought they were, although they did beat up on a bad Jets team. The Saints could be just a surprise, but they freaking spanked what should be a really good Packers team. Um, I'm going to take I'm going to lay the points with the Saints and say 
uh, Saints minus three and a half, and I might be believing in uh, Sean Payton's offense with Jameis. Well, Jameis hasn't thrown a pick yet, so you know that's going to come in this game. Yeah, yeah. All right, moving on. The Browns at home to your Houston Texans. Browns minus 12 and a half. We might have to to create the point three team teaser here. This will be a nice one. I... Well, they should run all over the Texans, right? I mean, they really should. I mean, they took it to the Chiefs. Think... It was two unfortunate turnovers that kind of cost them the game. They were right there with the Chiefs. I think their running game is tremendous. Baker looked pretty good. Their defense is solid. I, I'm big on them. I think you know the Browns lost to one of the top three teams in the league last week, so they should roll all over the Texans. I don't mind throwing them in a 10-point tease, but... I would lay the points, but I don't. I don't love it. Yeah, I would too. Just Tyrod Taylor back door. They're up by twenty-two, or but they're up by was that nineteen? The line is just high back- enough that you're. The line is just high enough that you're worried points. about that back door. Yep. All right, but I think we both like Cleveland there. Uh, yeah. The next one we've got the Indianapolis Colts hosting the Los Angeles Rams. Another home dog. Uh, Colts plus three and a half. Wow, that's a little short, too, for what I was thinking with the Rams. Man, the public has to be – they've got to be pounding the Rams, right, the public? 70% of the tickets are on the Rams, and 50% of the cash is on Indy. I know. I don't like this either. That's that's just the fishy line. I thought it would be like a six-point. Yeah, I'm going to stay away from it. Um, I don't like anything there. I think the – the Rams look really Rams scary, probably man. Covered. Yeah, if I had to pick, I'm picking the Rams, but I'm yeah, something like, about that almost, line doesn't it's so, feel right. It's so close to like, are the Rams really going to lose to the Colts? The Rams looked really good, man. They or they, the Bears just look bad. It, it's both, but. Man, I you gotta like the way I think the Rams only ran something like thirty plays in the first half or something just absurd and were just rolling. It, but they let the Bears were frisky in that game, but the shot plays that the Rams take, you know, with with the way McVeigh's drawing things up, I think the Colts are another one of these teams that run these two high defenses that uh, McVeigh showed that. He's able to scheme up shot plays against that defense, against the Bears. I like the Rams to win this game. I just don't feel confident betting it. Yeah. Because, and here's why, right? So the Rams, if you watch that game against the Bears, they sit in this, like, coverage umbrella where they're going to give you all the underneath stuff. If you look at the Bears passing chart, it was so, it was the same offense they ran with Trubisky. But they didn't. Attempt a, they didn't attempt a pass further than 15 yards all game. But what is the Colts' strength? What is the Colts' strength, right? Dump-offs to Naeem Hines, pounding the rock with Jonathan Taylor. They've got a decent offensive line. So if the Colts are just patient and take, you know, three, four yards here and there and just pound the ball in the running game and neutralize Aaron Donald, they could eke it out. So I'm staying away. No, thank you. No, thank you for yep. me. All right, next, uh, my my Chicago Bears are hosting the Cincinnati Bengals. And get this, oh they're not a home dog. They're not a home dog. The Bears minus two and a half. Whoa, a lot of love for the Bengals last week. Yeah. Uh, did, you put, did you put on your Bear goggles uh, during that Rams game? What do you mean, put them on? It was bad. It was a bad game. It was yeah, not a- that's what I mean. Is you put you had to put on your bear goggles because uh, I was on a, I was on an airplane. I didn't have them with me. I think all oh. season long, most Bears fans had already chalked that game up as a loss, knowing that Andy Dalton was rolling out there. You know, I think we were excited to see. Well, what does this defense look like? It might honestly be trash. Uh, no good. Khalil Mack had a half tackle and no pressures or quarterback hits. 
Robert Quinn didn't do much. Eddie Jackson played safety about as well as me or Chris Conti did. The nickel cornerback was atrocious. I mean, I don't know if you saw like the two shot plays that the Bears or the the Rams scored on. Cooper Cup had like 11 yards of separation from the closest defender. Van Jefferson caught the play and fell down and Tayshawn Gibson and Eddie Jackson just like ran past him and didn't touch him down. Like their defense doesn't look it, it looks much like the defense of old when, like, Mitch Trubisky was starting and the defense just knew, like, well, we don't have a chance in this game. Is um, Fields starting in this game? He is not. They're sticking. And, and so and so that's it, right? Give the me Bears, the Bengals. Then give me the Bengals as the surprise 2-0 team. Yeah, I have uh, – it, it hurts my soul to say this. I'm taking the Bengals plus 2.5. I just – I don't know if we can trust Nagy. I think he's – in line to be one of the first coaches fired. Like, we saw Andy Dalton last week, and he was no better than what Nick Foles or Mitch Trubisky was the last couple years. Like, it's the same crappy offense. He runs the same gimmicky plays. Like, it's not – it is – it's not looking great. I mean, Justin, you know, Fields is like that shiny Porsche that, like, the old rich retired guy only wants to take out on, like – beautiful 70 degree days when it's not raining in Seattle. So I'm, uh, I'm going with Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, who remembered how to catch the ball, Joe Mixon, um, your boy, Tree Higgins. Give me the Bengals <laughs> plus two and a half. Still trying to grab Tree Higgins from, uh, I think it's Carl, but yeah, yeah, that's the, that's the, that's the cap on that. Yep. One. Yep. All right. Up next, we have the 49ers going to Philadelphia two one and oh teams philadelphia the home dog plus three to the niners oh gosh it's it's do we believe the falcons are that bad or are the eagles decent i think the falcons are that bad man <sighs> you might be right there the falcons the, 40, the 49ers this is their second week in a row of traveling coast to coast that's mm. great did they not just stay the week in Philly or something? I don't know. Yeah. It seems like a lot of plane flights and traveling. Yeah, so this is a this is a do Yet. you believe do you believe in Jalen Hurts and the Eagles? Or did they just beat up a really bad Falcons team? I think they just beat up a really bad Falcons team and I'm probably think, gonna end up laying the points with the 49ers here. I think the Falcons are in a rebuild. And for I think they're throwing people off because they did they took Kyle Pitts instead of a quarterback, but they feel like me a team in a rebuild. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna lay or I'm gonna yeah I gotta lay the points with the Niners. So I I'll think that's that. I think that's what I would do as well. I think I I'm more confident in the Niners being for real than the Eagles being for real. The only catch here is the Niners are already starting to stack up injuries. We don't think the injuries to their running backs matter because people want to pay yeah. 100% of their free auction, free agent budget for whatever <laughs> running back Kyle uh, Shanahan plugs in there. Uh, Jason Verrett is out for the year, sadly, again, with an ACL injury. But I like, I like Kyle Shanahan and the Niners here more than I do the Eagles. Yeah, that's – could be fraudulent that's the cap i don't like any of these games so far well that's because all the good games come after the one o'clock ones so our next one o'clock games and this honestly if it weren't for the bears this would have been a good time to like take my wife out on sunday afternoon and be like no babe we don't need to watch football just record the bears uh they're not local here so i can't record them on like my little sunday ticket app uh so one o'clock we have your jacksonville jaguars um Future USC head coach Urban Meyer hosting <laughs> the Denver Broncos, the Jags home dog, plus six. Do the Jags really suck? No, uh, I think this is probably my first play. I think they're really bad because you like, okay, the Texans, because the Texans are super bad, and they just yeah. destroyed the Jags. And yeah. so the Broncos are for real. Like, Judy, the injury to Judy sucks, but... They've got, they got a lot of Tim Patrick and KJ Hamler. They're they're Corlin Sutton. Corlin yep. Sutton. Yep. They'll be fine. Uh 
Yeah, I'll just lay the six with the Broncos. It's so square, though. It's just really square, but I don't care because they're it's still the, not adjusting these lines enough. It's the squarest of square picks. Also, Urban sure, Meyer gotta... might Urban Meyer might not know how to coach in the NFL yet as well. No. Right, so that yeah. might be like that, that college coach comes to the NFL and has to like realize, oh, this is a different game. Trevor is a gunslinger, and he would have been a good wager for most interceptions this year. He's going to throw a lot of them. Did you tell Dan's fantasy team that? <sighs> Man, I he was uh, – I don't know who he, what he was trying to do. I really think that he was price enforcing. Like, he wanted me to pay two for Trevor. Yeah, he was a little he was sad. Secretly, he was secretly like, I didn't really want him to be my quarterback. Yeah. But. All right, up next. Ooh. We have, this is a riveting game. Are you ready for this? Your New York Jets and Storm and Mormon, Zach Wilson, hosting the most athletic quarterback in the NFL, Mac Jones, and the New England Patriots. The Jets, are, the, the Jets are a home dog plus six in the Battle of the Rookies. The Jets are bad. Yeah, they might be. Yeah, I'll take... I will take the Patriots, and I will probably make this my second play. Wow. Laying six. I'm laying six. I don't, it's pretty square, but, man, they, they're not – Vegas is not adjusting these, these numbers quite yet. This is a stay away from me, man. Yeah, yeah I got the Patriots. I, I, the Patriots aren't losing this game. By the way, this is a teaser game for me, too. And so – it's like when I know they're not losing, it's like the six doesn't really scare me. It's like I know they're going to win, and I think they can win by a touchdown. Yeah, I'm staying away from it. All right, now we're getting into the good games. Well, not this first one I'm going to mention, but there are a couple good games in these later slates. So we have the Buccaneers hosting the Falcons, Tampa <laughs> minus 12 and a half. Ooh, is this an overreaction? I can't believe I might have to side with the Falcons just because because of the overreaction to the first, like, they they played a lot of teams close last year. So here's here's my take on this. I'm going to zag. I'm going to zag and take the Falcons, but it won't be a play. I don't love it. Okay. Yeah, I'm not doing this, but I mean, New England or Tampa put up points against Dallas. Tom had some interceptions. That's not – I think the Bucks' offense is so freaking good right now. Um, their defense is going to get back on track, and the Falcons are really crappy. Give me the Bucks. All right, okay. moving on. Uh, Cardinals, wow, they might be a real team. Hosting the Minnesota Vikings, Cardinals minus three and a half. Wow, I would – have thought that would have been a lot in their in their home, the Cardinals? The Cardinals are home. So they're saying they're a half point better than the Vikings. I think you and I are both I know your disdain for the Vikings. I think you and I are yeah. both on the Cardinals. Yep. And we don't mind laying it. And yeah. there's your lock of the week, everybody. Wow. Yeah, I think Dara might uh, say this is your this is probable survivor pick for you. Oh, wow. We'll get to those. No, I think that, uh, yeah, I'm all over the Cardinals in this. I think the Minnesota's line is pretty bad. Chandler Jones might eat people alive. Uh, Chandler Jones, that line with Chandler Jones and J.J. Watt's pretty freaking nasty. Um, Cardinals might be the real deal. Uh, yeah, I think that's a, a real, real solid pick. Um, all right, next up we have the Seattle Seahawks hosting the Tennessee Titans. Seattle minus six. Ooh, I am probably going to zag again. Whoa. I'm going to zag and grab the Today is overreaction week. It's overreaction week. I will take a lot of Derrick Henry. Only because I'm playing Derrick Henry in fantasy, so I know he's going to get like 150 yards and three scores. So, yeah, that's not that's the that's an easy one. I don't love it, but it's it's like is this really one of your is this one of your picks? No, but this okay. is 
this is this smells like remember what I told you about the Dallas game, the Dallas Bucks game. Everybody threw the Bucks in the teaser and it was a sweat for them, right? So this is that game. Seattle and I don't love it. It's gonna be a sweat. Well, so I'll take the So Titans. Seattle Seattle beat the Colts pretty handily last week. Right, and that Rams Colts line is is fishy. So, like, what's going on with the Colts in Seattle? You know what I mean? Like, are the Colts better than what we thought they were? I like Seattle in this game, and I think they're going to be one of my picks. Um, oh, I think that Seattle's Seattle's new coordinator is balancing the run and the pass really well. They're letting Russ cook. Um, I think I think the biggest thing for me though in this game is that. Tennessee's defense really sucks. They don't have any any players on defense. Yeah, and, uh, I think I think on. Russ, I think Russ can just carve them up. I think Russ sees the game right. You know, he's a veteran that's you know been around for a while. He's seen. I think I think Russ is going to carve that crappy defense up. And Tennessee's flying out to Seattle. It's a home game for Seattle. Fans are back. The twelve are back. They probably haven't been in that stadium in a long time. Give me the Seahawks in the home field advantage. My luck would be the over in this game. Oh, yeah. Uh, the over-under is set at 54. Oh, that's a lot of Whoa, points. that's a lot. Yeah. Give that was me the higher Seahawks. than I thought it was. Give me Ow. the Seahawks. Oof. I'm still going to go Titans. All righty. All right, up next, another solid 4 o'clock game. The Los Angeles Chargers, your boy, uh, Babyface Justin Herbert hosting the Dallas Cowboys. Chargers, that should be a fun one. Yeah, Chargers minus three and a half. Whoa. Love for the Chargers. Yeah. I will go with... I got to go back to the well on the... You, you think you? the Chargers can be great. This just smells like a three-point game, like a one to three-point game. Yeah, give me, like it. give me the Chargers. Give me the Chargers. Another and, and, bet. Well, yeah, I think here. Here's my line of thinking. Right, Herbert's playing really well still. Uh, their offense is balanced. Keenan Allen's good. Dallas's <laughs> defense is in a rough spot. Demarcus Lawrence just broke his foot, so he's out six to eight weeks. So their pass rush isn't going to be as strong. Um, you know, Dallas's defense gave up a lot of points to the Bucks. Their cornerbacks didn't look great. I can see Herbert hitting a lot of chunk plays in this game. I can see Eckler playing well. To Mike Williams. And then on the other side of the ball, right, the uh, Michael Gallup is out this game. And I think there's a couple of other injuries that I'm forgetting uh, with the Cowboys. I mean, their offense is good. I think Derwin being back with the Chargers changes things, so give me uh, the Chargers minus three and a half. Okay, board bet. All right, and then the Sunday night game, Baltimore Ravens hosting the Kansas City Chiefs, Baltimore plus three and a half. Ravens hosting the Chiefs, Baltimore plus three and a half. And I will go back to the well with my Chiefs. And lay yeah. the three and a half here. Yep. I'm with you. Press toward the mean Baltimore, but they might have some issues with injuries still. Yep. And yep. I don't think the Chiefs, I don't think you catch them sleeping quite yet in the season. Yeah, this is my lock of the week. Is, but their is defense the Chiefs. is so bad. It's, I don't think it matters. So. I think if you look at the the injuries in the roster that Baltimore has right now, with the, the injuries to their O-line, the injuries to their running game, they're a fundamentally different team than like the way that they were built to succeed. Right, Rashad Bateman is out, so they're still relying on Marquise Brown, who's fine. They didn't really get Mark Andrews involved last week. Ronnie Stanley is going to be out this game as he's recovering from his broken leg last year. He didn't look really strong on that. I don't know if you've seen some of the highlights on Twitter of Alexander or Alejandro Villanueva. He got moved to right tackle, and like, uh, I think I would 
maybe get in the way of rushers better than he did. He was like a freaking sieve letting Max Crosby just abuse him the other night. So he's going to be going up against Frank Clark or uh, Chris Jones. So I think Baltimore's O-line is a huge weakness. Um, And then the other thing here is if you watch that Eli Manning, Peyton Manning show, Baltimore lived in man coverage. They either ran two man or cover zero and just relied on their cornerbacks um, running man coverage. And I was like listening to the PFF guys and Robert Mays on the athletic earlier this week. And Mahomes has just over the career, over his career has just consistently shredded man coverage. Um, And that's where Baltimore, like that's the strength of, of their defense. So it's strength on strength. I'm going to go Mahomes over, over that man coverage. And uh, I, uh, I'm going to give Kansas city my lock of the week. Man, that's tough, man. The man chiefs defense was so bad. They shouldn't have let Baker throw the ball once. I mean, they, they ran, they could have run for six yards of carry with Chubb and Hunt. Yeah. That's tough for me. That is tough for me. But Matthew. I don't love that one. I'm going to go chiefs, but I don't love it. No, honey badger was out. Honey Badger should be back this game. Give me the Chiefs. Lock it in. You'll be all right. Okay. All right. Then my last one, the last one of the week is Monday night, Green Bay hosting the Detroit Lions, Green Bay minus 11 and a half. <laughs> so there's a three-team teaser out there if you do the – I do the Cowboys getting 13 and a half, and then I did – and I do this one, and I'm in good shape, I think. That's four uh, teams. Oh, wait, no, yeah, you're right. Yeah. So, I will, yeah, there we go. Or oh, we could do, actually, I might even, we might even make it a 14-10 pointer and I throw the Cardinals in there. Yeah. Um, I think you got to just lay the points here, man, the big yeah. number. Yep. This is another one of my picks for the week. Uh, wow. I think. I think Aaron Rodgers is going to come alive in this game. The Packers were embarrassed last week. I think they're too talented to not bounce back. And Detroit really sucks. Yeah, I mean, they they made it look respectable, but the Niners obviously it was let really off the late. gas. Yep, yep. And, you know, they want to come back after the embarrassment through the Packers. Yeah. So. I think this should be closer to a, a two-point, you know, a two, like a 13-14 point line. So I think there's a little value there. I think Aaron Rodgers is just going to dice them up. up. Yep. Yep. Mm. Okay, then. So that's where we are. Um, we are here. What are you, So you gave us three NFL picks in a tease. You gave us Denver, New England, Arizona. Do you have any other picks you want to throw in there? Are you throwing Dallas yeah, in? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm actually on there with – the, yeah, I like Dallas. I'm a, I'll throw them in, and I'll also throw in the Packers with you. Okay. And then I did a 10-point teaser, four teams, which right. should get you plus 140. So you're taking Cleveland then to minus two and a half. Mm-hmm. Green Bay. Which way are you taking Dallas? Well, we're going up to 13 and a half. Plus 13.5. Green Bay, you're going down to minus one and a half. Yeah. Cardinals and, to six and a half. And the Cardinals to plus six and a half. That's how that works? Yep. That All right. That's your tease. Um, my eliminator pick for this week, which we should say everyone in our five-person eliminator pool for the first time in, like, years survived week one. Um, yeah. Which is quite the accomplishment for us. You always like to get cute. I did. I took the Buccaneers last week and checked it Thursday night. I was like, oh, Jesus. Barely pulled that one out. But this week I'm going a little safer. Why would I'm you taking... do why would you do the Buccaneers? They team with the Pulse. Well, they te- the Buccaneers play the Falcons, and they play. I know. I don't. The crappy so Panthers. I had put it in a while ago, and then I went on vacation and didn't realize. Oh. I thought I had changed it to the Niners, and it was too late. So you wanted action on the first game. That's jeez. I don't know what I was thinking, but this week I've uh, locked it in for Green Bay. Is my uh, is my eliminator pick. I will lock in a Broncos uh, Patriots uh, two team six point teaser, or we'll just call it a money line parlay. 
that's the last one. Okay. Do you want to give who's your eliminator? Um, I'm going to go. I could get cute. I think I will get cute. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna get cute here. It's not what I need to do, but I'm gonna get cute and go with the Broncos. Wow. Okay, that's not a bad choice. I, I don't uh, believe the Jags are the worst team. They're gonna have the number one pick for the second year in a row. Falcons might be up there too. Yeah, I think Denver's a good choice. Um, if you if you've used both if if you've used Denver already, um, I say Green Green Bay's my pick. You can't also go wrong. I think with uh, Tampa Bay against the Falcons is a safe eliminator pick, and uh, Cleveland at or host Cleveland hosting the Texans is another safe one. So, yeah, those are those. Man, got through. A Unless lot you it. just believe that Rodgers is literally just trying to sabotage the season. I mean, yeah, who knows? That's that's a that could happen. He is a vindictive you shit. Would you put it past Rodgers to do that? that? I honestly wouldn't. Yeah, yeah. Now you got me worried about past. that. Maybe I go to Cleveland now. We'll see. Um, but yeah, that's it. So uh, another exciting week coming up. Thursday night football starts soon. Another a crappy Thursday Woo! night game. And uh, boy, there's some fun matchups this Sunday, though. Oh, yeah. Not only that, oh. though. Not only that, though, you can't lose what you don't put in the middle. Mm. But you can't win much either. You sure can't. Nice job tonight. We'll see you next week.